Welcome to the 3D Disciples Podcast, where we're working together to develop disciples who display God's love as we deploy into God's world. I'm your host, Hannah, and with me today, as always, is the pastor of FBC Clarion, Jason Hunter. Let's hit the trail running. So let's get back to the muddy boots that you had at our recording session the other night, and also the notable fact that you were wearing them at a recent (laughs) sermon which you called me out on. (laughs) Um, Why were you wearing those boots? Well, that's, first of all, one of our icons, our little mountain climbers remind us that we're on this journey and it's not a leisurely stroll, it's a hike. Uh, So, you know, the idea of the way is difficult. And um, so just to kind of remind us that what we're doing is not, being a disciple is not just pie in the sky kind of thing. That they're, they're, it's, a ch- it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. So the boots go back to one of the three Ds, which is develop. Right. Okay. So that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today. Um, and I looked back in the Bible in Proverbs 1, 7, and I noticed that the Bible isn't shy to tell the truth. So here's what it says. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. How would you, Jason, say like this verse... Um, or maybe somewhere else in the Bible, um, basically says that we can't just coast through life as a saved Christian. Um, well, you know, I think right there, the fear of the Lord is just kind of reverence mm-hmm. as how that is. And so, um, but I think the overarching just kind of look at anyone who dealt with God in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, find, there's no coasting. <laughs> fi- find me one person who just kind of kicked back in the lazy boy and just just coasted. I mean, there's not a single one of them that yeah. didn't face significant challenges in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that that this fear of the Lord, right, that he's God, he's almighty, he, they're, 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 they're revering him, he's re- they're reverent to him, mm-hmm. made them uh, do crazy things, willing to do amazing things when he called them to do it, you know, yeah. pick one. Noah building an ark. That wasn't difficult. <laughs> David, you know, slaying Goliath. Moses leading the Hebrew children. Abraham going uh, to wherever God would lead him to. You know, Joseph in Potiphar, you know, in Potiphar's house or in yeah. the land of Egypt. And I mean, just, you know, and pick uh, uh, any of the... Uh, prophets you know mm-hmm. even jesus points out they were all killed and murdered and yeah. you know so every story and then start with jesus and the disciples and mm-hmm. paul and timothy and james and you know all these guys you know if you follow the lord it's it's there's no coasting it's not a coasting thing it's yeah. it's a it's a challenge and and in hebrews 11 that's probably you know it's called the hall of fame of faith mm-hmm. and it talks about all these people and there's a I, there's a first and i'm gonna butcher it i just read it last night so maybe i'll help you okay but you know it's like they were sawn into they were boiled that you know it talks about all these things mm-hmm. and how god honored them and it just mm-hmm. proved that they had faith in god and that the it, i think it even says something to the you know, the earth wasn't worthy of them because they were just so sold out to following god no matter what yeah and uh yeah. So I think that's that's really it. So basically, to answer the question, just read your story, <laughs> stories in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you find somebody who had it easy, and I'm going to say they're probably not fearing the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, even like Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, mm. he had to learn a hard way to mm-hmm. who God is. Um, okay, so another thing, 
is I should honestly repent daily about how I need to control things. Like I like how my breakfast is prepared. I like to know how much money is in my account, how much gets taken out. And something you talked about in the sermon um, was letting God direct our lives comes down to relinquishing control. And so I'm just asking on a personal level, like how can I learn to let God control? Um, well, uh, it's funny, some of the stuff we even talk about before we start recording. Um, so it's just kind of the same thing, you know, pray for patience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you know, pray for patience and, and, and God will give you some trial, you know, pray for, you know, the relinquishing of control. I don't know what God will do with that, yeah. but, but I, I think part of it's just really coming down to some, you know, the, the deeper questions. Why do I have a control? Mm. Um, there's a, there's a study I do. Um, it's called call to obedience. It's a, it's a discipleship program that I went through a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. I have a mentor in that and, 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 and I actually talked with him today about how we're going to use some of the content from that discipleship. and We're going to use it as resources for 3D discipleship. And mm-hmm. so I was talking to him today about that. But uh, one of the main lessons in that is that he, he teaches that the, the root cause of all sin is pride. Mm-hmm. And, and pride is controlling my world. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't trust anybody else. I can't trust God. I can't trust. And it's all about yeah. uh, this root cause of pride. Mm-hmm. And, and who do I trust? Who's going to be in charge? And and when things don't go the way I want them to, can I trust the person who's in charge? I mean, yeah. so that all kind of fits together in some kind of weird way. And so really control is just a, you know, is a deeper issue about either lack of trust or pride. I'm relying on myself. And and the way he defines pride is, is doubt of God Mm -hmm. and reliance on self. Mm -hmm. So if I can't trust God and if I can't, if I doubt God's good, if I doubt God can handle it, if I doubt God will handle it, then I've got to take control of myself. Yeah. And so that, that's really the heart of it. Yeah. And like one of the metaphors you were using in the sermon was, about the potter and the clay. Mm. You know, I'm supposed to be the clay on the spinning wheel. There's no way that I could control how fast it's going or what I'm going to turn into. So that was helpful, just so you know. (laughs) Um, Praise the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Also, another funny thing I've noticed over the last few years is um, the visions that we've been working towards. Like in 2021, they've all connected. Sorry. Um, In 2021, we were trying to look for our one to disciple. And then in 2022 was about being one or AKA a disciple. And then in 2023, it's about being a 3D disciple. So, but in the 2022, I took notes during one of your sermons where you were showing a graphic that had like four islands and three bridges that connected. Um, and the last island was the land of discipleship. Do you, do you remember that graphic at all? Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I have it like in my Bible here. That's scary, by the way, the fact that, that you, that you uh, copied down my slideshow in the <laughs> back of your Bible. You real quick. I had lots of colored pens. This one. Um, just to describe to the listeners that that graphic had the four islands, which was the land of death and the bridge that connects to the next island as believers would be Jesus. The next bridge is the Bible, which connects you to the nominal Christ- Christian island. And then the third bridge, which is the cost bridge, takes you to the land of discipleship. So it's taking me over a year to get to the point where I'm ready to take that bridge that's the cost to the land of discipleship. Is that okay that, like, it's taken me a while 
to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. What? <laughs> a whole year? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I think God works with us at our own our own pace. Um, I, I think one of the mistakes we make as a church, as as Christians, sometimes is um, I, I think we should tell people and expect. God to work in people's lives and to change them. Mm-hmm. I think we need to be very careful when we determine the timetable of that change mm-hmm. and what those changes are going to be. Yeah. And, um, and so, so yeah, so I think, um, you know, I'd rather somebody take time and, and, and it be solid than to just go really fast and it not be solid. Yeah. Um, I actually was counseling a, a person one time and we actually took one verse we had one verse, and for almost a year, we worked on one verse. One year. One year. One, one verse. verse. One year. One verse. Oh my gosh! And it, and it was it was it was a, a husband, yeah. and he was struggling with all his relationships with his family, mm-hmm. and so we took uh, we took Ephesians five twenty five: Husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Mm-hmm. And so week after week, every time he would come to me, we we're like, "Well, this is what happened this week." I'm like, "Well, let's talk about this verse." <laughs> How, how did you love your wife and sacrifice for her the way Christ did to the mm-hmm. church in this situation? And the next week, same thing. And, and yeah. literally, it was almost a year of just, just like, let's just take this one verse yeah. and 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 really get that down. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I have shifted in my thinking uh, quite a bit in that area. There's a lot of people who are who are jazzed up about reading the Bible in a year and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and they kind of plow through it um, I'm much uh, I'm much more like I'd rather somebody take a verse a chapter mm-hmm. or maybe a book and get that and instead of uh, probably the, the idea of the church <clears throat> the church is uh, and people have said this before this isn't original to me uh, that too often, and this is one of the reasons that we're even doing the 3D Disciple, that, I mean, like the development I was looking at that today, it's eight chapters in that first section, you mm-hmm. know, and and the church can be accused of being a mile wide and an inch deep mm-hmm. because we, there's so much there and we, we skim everything. Yeah. And, and I think we really need to the whole idea of what we're hoping to accomplish is to be more of a mile deep <laughs> and yeah. maybe maybe only three feet wide, yeah. you know, kind of idea. So I think taking time, I think that's, I think that's fine. I think that's maybe the way God works. God, it's God's timetable to do mm-hmm. what He wants, when He wants, and how He wants. Yeah. Again, there's your control issue. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> I'm learning right now about control. <laughs> Okay. Um, so do, would you say um, something, um, would you say to someone, what would you say to someone who says that they're scared to go out and, and be uncomfortable about being in the land of discipleship? Yep. Oh, <laughs> just yep, be scared. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, all right? You yeah. know, because we do read, read, we read those Bibles and the, those, those stories in the Bible, right? You know, yeah. and, and we look what God asked these people to do, and they did. And so we read these stories, and we see all these crazy things they did. And, and I think we're like, well, if I give God control, is he going to do that to me? Is, mm-hmm. What's he going to ask of me? And so I think we're, we're, we're kind of, we know he's kind of, that's his M.O., um, one of the things that really helped me and changed me, because I think if we ask people, 
do you want to experience God? Mm-hmm. Do you do you want to see God in your life? Do you want to feel God in your life? Do you want to see God show up in miraculous ways? Do you want to see the power of God and experience it? Most of us have an internal like, yeah, I really Great, yes. want to see God mm-hmm. do that. Well, Henry Blackaby wrote a, a devotional that's real popular called Experiencing God. And one of the things he says in, in that, uh, kind of a paraphrase of that, is if you want to see God work, you have to get in a God-sized hole. And if if all you ever do, if only you only go as far as what you can handle, mm-hmm. there's no need for God to show up because you can handle it. Mm-hmm. And so the only way to really experience God and see God's power and all that kind of stuff is you've got to go to a place where you're, if God don't show up, it ain't getting done. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really the only way to get him because if you're like, well, I'm only going to go as far as I can handle, then God's like, well, you got it. What do I need to show up yeah. for? Getting anxiety just like thinking about the size of that hole, (laughs) but I'm excited about it. Yeah, well, I mean, and 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 the good news is God is faithful and He shows up Mm -hmm. and 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 you experience things that you never experienced, and we're joyful for that. I mean, you know, we all amaze at the missionaries. We all amaze at the people who do these, who've done these things, Mm -hmm. and they all feel blessed for it. And it's because they've gotten in a God-sized hole. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, page 27, so I'm just going to pull up there, is the beginning of develop, and it defines what develop is. And just to quote that breakdown, um, you said, well, you defined it as the word develop recognizes this is a process. It also brings an idea of continuation. No matter where we are, we can develop further. So can we hit the trail before we've finished developing? Or not? Um, well, no. I mean, it's, again, th- those links that develop, display, and deploy, all three of the links in the 3D, and, and pretty much everything we do as a disciple, mm-hmm. it's all cyclical. It's mm-hmm. all, it's, you know, at each, you start and you keep working on it, and you're, you're just kind of going round and round and round in mm-hmm. your development, you know. And, and so um, as you display God as you think about displaying God in in the world well that helps your development in a different kind of way that yeah. helps your deployment as you deploy you have to okay now I'm trusting God more which de- helps you develop a greater trust for him right and mm-hmm. so 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 they all just play with each other yeah and so um, it's all connected in some kind of way we we break it down just so we can have a sermon yeah because if I was to preach the whole thing we would be here till next year yeah yeah you know it'd be a there wouldn't be a, a seven hour sermon this would be a seven day sermon you yeah. know we had to stop for for breaks here and there so we just kind of break it down into digestible parts a little bit yeah. but each part relies on the other part relies on the, the other part all the way around yeah it's sad because i just realized when i was preparing that question that i didn't even look at like the back of the manual that has the three <laughs> rings intersecting each other. Yeah. Um, that they all come together. So that's what it is. Are you ready to hit the trail running? That brings us to the end of another episode of the 3D Disciple Podcast. Well done. You've taken another step into becoming an intentional disciple of Jesus, and that is no small feat. Don't forget, we really do want your questions. You can text us at 814-334-8426. 
We ask you to consider following the podcast. That way you can be notified every time a new episode drops. We invite you also to come and worship with us at 1030 a.m. on Sundays. You can join us at our Main Street campus, which is in downtown Clarion, located between the Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's. Or you can find our online campus on all the platforms like YouTube or Facebook by just typing in FBC Clarion. You can find everything else you need at fbcclarion.com. All the links are found in the description below. I want to take just a moment to thank Hannah, our host today, as well as Brianna, our director producer behind the scenes. We'll see you next time as we take another step into following Jesus.